I connected with this album so much on a personal level. It just hit me differently. So that's why I have to put it as my number and welcome to Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host, Texany, aka Mr. World Vibe. And what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas, knowledge, and perspectives. So this is season two, Go Home. And it's Music Mondays today, which means we're going to be talking all music, okay? Um, I love music. It's I'm so excited and so passionate to come and speak about anything music related because it's just a part of who I am. And I think music connects all of us. Like I always say, music is a universal vibe. We don't have to be the same to appreciate the same music. And so that's what I love about music. I'm here to talk about my top 10 albums of 2020. Um, it's been a crazy year. Um, I feel like this is like musical closure. And I'm so grateful that a lot of you guys sent me some songs to put on the playlist. I want, I was happy to hear about your, your top songs and top albums this year as well. And as you know, every week I actually drop a playlist that features all the songs, okay? On my Instagram story, I'll post you know, some of the songs and make it a little like mini movie as you watch. So that's on my Instagram. So check out my Instagram, vibingoutwt. Check it out on Monday when this episode comes out, or it'll be on my highlights on my Instagram story so you can check out if you missed it. But that is always the most fun for me is just doing those playlists, doing those playlists on my stories. It takes me, I'm not gonna lie, like three to four hours to do it sometimes, but it's fun. So make sure you don't miss it on there. You can always get the playlist as well on my Spotify. Just search Mr. World Vibe and you'll find my playlists, all the playlists for Music Mondays on there as well. So before I get into Music Mondays, before I get into my top 10 albums personally, just wanna say thank you for being here. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, I appreciate you. Follow and subscribe so you don't miss any more episodes. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, what's going on? Hello, everybody. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you for being here. Like, comment, and subscribe so that you don't miss another episode and so that more people can watch this episode as well. Before we start, just one sponsor today, which is the masks, come on, all right? These masks are awesome, okay? Check it out. Okay, I'm wearing a hat, so I can't really put this on, but that's what it looks like, okay? Um, it's got adjustable straps as well on each side. It's cotton and it's really comfortable. I'm actually really, uh, really happy that a lot of people who I gave these to, sold them to, gave me so much positive feedback on the masks. People kept telling me, Tex, I love the mask. It's so comfy, it's so easy to wear. I prefer wearing it over any other mask. So yeah, I've just been really happy to uh, give them out to family, friends, and I've got so much positive feedback on the masks. And so if you wanna get one, check the link in the description of this episode. I have a website where I sell them and they're still on for the Black Friday sale. So I'm keeping the sale price till the end of the year, just for you guys, okay? Uh, I don't have a lot left, but I want to make sure whoever really wants one can get one. So that's how you get one. Just follow the links and yeah, purchase a mask if you'd like to support. Thank you. Without further ado, let's get into my top 10 albums. I'm so excited to talk about anything music, especially these albums. I've, I, I feel like this music got me through the year in a sense, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? We all have songs or albums that we go to to get us through the times and 
yeah, I'm excited to show you guys my top 10 albums. If you know any of them or if you are interested in any, just message me. Let's talk music. I love talking music, okay? So, so we're going to go from 10 to 1, okay? So number 10 is Baby by Theophius London. B-E-B-E-Y, -E -E I don't know how to pronounce that. Baby or B-B, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's a great album. I found out about it the beginning of this year. And the artist, Theophius, I, I knew a few of his songs and projects, but I wasn't really big into him as an artist. But this album showed me his like versatility. This guy has uh, genres, like four different genres on this project. Um, has like um, funk sounds. He has like R&B cuts. He has like rap songs and he has alternative music. And there's like five different decades of music of sounds. There's songs that sound like they're from the 80s. There's songs that sound like they're from the 90s, the the uh, early 2000s, 2010s. Like there's different genres and different eras of song sounding capabilities that he's able to do in this album. So I just love it for what it is. It's a really random, but it, but it's cohesive. Like it sounds like it's the same project, but I just love the variety that he offers in this album. So yeah, I'm giving this album my number 10. And, and, and by the way, like my my ratings have nothing to do with the albums being better or worse than, than each other. They're just my personal favorite albums. Like I'm not, my opinion is not more important than yours. So, I mean, the numbers are just because that's what I enjoyed the most this year. So number nine is Anniversary by Bryson Tiller. And uh, yeah, this album came out of nowhere. This was like years after his his first one, Trap Soul. Like it was kind of it's kind of like the other half of Trap Soul. He even made the album cover kind of match that of Trap Soul. And um, I think it was a pretty good cut. I think there's some pretty good cuts on here. I, I would say it's not. It wasn't as good as Trap Soul. It didn't hit as hard. It didn't you know go number one. It, I don't think it had any singles or anything, but. For what it's worth, it had a few really good songs in there that I listened to so much. And so overall, I'm going to give the project, um, you know, like decent. And that's why I'm putting it as my number nine. Okay. The Slow Rush by Tame Impala is my number eight. And, and if you know me, you know Tame Impala is one of my favorite artists of all time. This guy is one person and he's the entire band. Like Kevin Parker, he does the guitars, drums, bass piano, singing, producing, he does everything. And I first found out about him when he dropped his last project, Currents, which was five years ago. And I was in California when I found out about him as an artist. And then this year he finally dropped the next album. So I had so much anticipation. I was so excited for this album and it had a lot, a lot of good songs. Like it was a lot of amazing songs. I'm so happy it got released this year and it just really uplifted my uh, February and early, you know, early 2020. So it was a good album. I feel like it wasn't as good as Currents. I don't think it's gonna make such a dent in the music industry and the hip hop alternative scene as Currents did. But for what it's worth, it was a really good project. So some solid records on there. And uh, I always go back to it every month, uh, every month or two. So yeah, some good songs in there. So I'm gonna give that my number eight, even though Kevin Parker is one of my favorite artists of all time. So he's he's, a, he's in the uh, the top 10 somewhere, right? Number seven, we have Slime and B. So that's Chris Brown and Young Thug came together, collabed on this project. And uh, wow, it was crazy. It was. There's some legendary cuts. I feel like this 
this album will be more respected and more listened to as time goes. I feel like it's going to be slept on. There's going to be a few tracks on here that will be played years in, in, in the future. And I feel like it was just a really cool thing to have Chris Brown who sings ma majority of his time and like raps with someone who like Young Thug who sings and raps, but they're just from different aspects of the game coming together. And it was, they, they came together well. It was a really good project. And a lot of these songs I played a lot through the summer. Um, I Ain't Trying, that's, that's one of my favorite ones in there. That is one of my favorite ones, I Ain't Trying. It's just a summer jam. Um, go crazy, uh, say you love me. These like it got good reception. I feel like it was a really cool uh, collab, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just a good album that came out this year. Really good album, and it really impacted me because I played it so much, and I enjoy Young Thug as an artist. He's one of my favorite artists of all time as well. So yeah, Slime and B, pretty good. That's my number seven. My number six is Savage Mode Two by Twenty One Savage, of course, and Metro Boomin. Can't forget Metro. Uh, yeah, this was an amazing project. Everything from the from the narration by Morgan Freeman, uh, it was so epic. Like he had an intro, outro, interludes between at the end of songs. It was like a huge project. It was just like it was really epic in a sense. Um, Twenty One did so much on this album. He had like uh, rap cuts, like super super rap cuts. I love the versatility that Twenty One showed in this album. He really, you can really tell he's grown as an artist. Um, he has a lot of different types of, of songs. He has R.I.P. Love, which is a more soft, kind of um, docile track, but it still hits. He has No Up Left Behind. That's my favorite one. He's got Young Thug on here. He's got Drake on here. He, he brings a lot of types of rap together, and it's just a very cohesive, put-together album from start to finish that's enjoyable. And I think this album, like, solidified uh, 21 as, like, as, like, a legend in the game like he had savage mode one and the savage mode part two is just even better and so yeah i mean this this project was really really good so that's my number six okay so number five is six piece hot ep by black and yes it's black not six lakh it's black but people still call him six lakh of course you just see it and you you think about that i didn't realize he's like literally one of my favorite artists um I've loved, I loved his last project in 20, it was all the way back in 2018, East Atlanta Love Letter. Holy, that project got me through, you know, some tough times in my life. And uh, I just realized like, yeah, this guy never misses with his music. It's, he's so consistently good. And so this project, Six Piece, that it was amazing. It dropped early 2020 and man, those songs are just, it's only six songs, but so it's an EP, but it's still on our on our top 10 here. It, it has to be on top 10 albums because it's really amazing, amazing project. I loved it. Um, it just, it's just vibes, it's feels. It makes you feel a lot. And my favorite one on there, my favorite one on there is Atlanta Freestyle for sure. And Know My Rights with Lil Baby, amazing as well. Lil Baby had an amazing year as well. So it's good to see, you know, um, Black come together with rappers and they make, it just he just makes good songs. Even Stay Down, he made that track with Lil Durk and Young Thug not even too long ago. I talked about it on my last Music Monday uh, episode, one of my favorite songs of the year. So yeah, there's no surprise that Black's on my top 10 albums of 2024, sure. Number four is Spillagen by Spillage Village. Holy, this this group I did not even know of until this year. So it turns out they're like um, 
a super group of a lot of different artists. Um, Dream, it's like a lot of J. Cole's Dreamville um, artists coming together. J.I.D., Mariba, Earth Gang as well. Yeah, a lot, a lot of artists come together, make the Spillage Village and Spillagen an amazing album. It's kind of about religion, like that's what they're doing with the word Spillagen. Um, a lot of cuts on their songs, records that are relating to religious concepts and ideas. Um, and I love it because it's just such a perfect balance of an album of lyricism, upbeat, romantic, uh, like spiritual. Like it's just got so many different elements and vibes that you can feel what you want and take what you want from these songs. I just, I connected with this album so much on a personal level. It just hit me differently. So that's why I have to put it as my number four. Okay, so yeah, definitely well-deserved um, Spillagen. Yes, number four. Before I get to my top three, I wanna give a few honorable mentions, okay? There's a few albums, there's two albums I'm gonna mention that came out in 2019, but I found out about them this year and they were some of my favorite albums of 2020. So because they're not technically released in 2020, I can't put them in my top 10 because I want to be fair here, but I will say they're my favorite albums that I listened to in 2020. Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle. I really, really got into Nipsey this year uh, when I found his Victory Lap project and started listening to it. Dedication with Kendrick, um, Blue Laces 2, Double Up. The songs in there are just so amazing like i didn't realize how great of an artist he was and his music will live on his legacy will live on r.i.p um he stood for so much and his ideas with with business and owning your masters and being an entrepreneur these ideas really stuck with me like the, the, his lyricism the things he says with his music i connect to because i share a lot of the same mentalities and you know a lot of his songs like i said dedication hustle and motivate it just got me through you know working on my podcast stuff it just really kept me motivated uh, even at the gym i'd be playing his music non-stop i swear i got the best workouts listening to nipsey hustle especially victory lap so i want to shout out this album as an honorable mention and the other honorable mention is the jungle is the only way out by mariba mariba is an amazingly talented artist holy i just found out about her this year i honestly don't know how to explain why this album's so good, but she's so talented. You feel her as an artist, like you feel her soul speak to you when she makes these these songs. This album is no exception to that. It was amazing. Black Truck is my favorite song on there. She's got Sandstorm with J.I.D. She's got Heat Wave with Black. She's got all the amazing artists, I swear. She has all the good artists. They all wanna be in her project. Uh, it was just amazing. You need to check out The Jungle is the Only Way Out. If you've been here on Music Mondays long enough, you will, you'll know of her because I put her on so many of my playlists so far. So, yeah. So let's get to the top three, okay? Number three is Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen by Kid Cudi. And this album literally just came out. But I, it had to go straight into the top ten because it was amazing. First of all, I had no idea this Kid Cudi album was coming. I was late on knowing that. And then second of all, I was kind of like, you know, like curious, skeptical. What is Kid Cudi gonna bring to this Man on the Moon trilogy now? It's 10 years since he dropped his last Man on the Moon too. So I was kind of curious, like what, what can he really do? Like, what would his music sound like? Cause the 
landscape of music's changed so much. Uh, his prodigy, Travis Scott, has taken over music. And for those who didn't know, Travis Scott, Scott Meskety, Kid Cudi, okay? Travis Scott was influenced a lot by Kid Cudi. That's his number one idol with music. Um, he even admitted at, at one point that Kid Cudi saved his life. So he looked up to Kid Cudi so much that he named himself Travis Scott because of Kid Cudi, Scott Meskety. That's his real name, Scott Meskety. So Travis took the Scott. That's why he's named Travis Scott. So look at the influence there. And so since, you know, Kid Cudi's kind of left the game a little bit and, you know, taken a step back to like really, really popular like hip hop, Travis Scott's taken over. And, you know, they, they had their collab since then. They've had Baptized in Fire with Kid Cudi and Travis Scott. They had the Scots, that song that came out not even too long ago. So they're collabing more and more now. And then when Kid Cudi dropped this album, man, he infused modern like rap and hip hop with his own style. He did more ad libs. He did more rap. But he stayed true to who he was with his sound, with his slow, melodic uh, songs and records on there. He had four different acts. So you have different parts of an album. It was so, it was like a movie from start to finish. And he's doing a YouTube, like, um, kind of docu-series or whatever. That's like a mini movie with the songs. So, like, everything he's done with this project so far has made sense, has sounded good, has felt right and true to Kid Cudi. And... He just came in the game and just upped everybody like with this album. So I'm sure a lot of, you know, huge artists, R&B, like rap artists, hip hop artists are listening to this Kid Cudi album and just blown away by how he's able to do this. So, man, yeah, this album was amazing. I'm going to have to put it on my number three for sure. Circles by Mac Miller is number two. Um, this project was amazing. Not going to lie. Just, I mean... Obviously, R.I.P. Mac Miller. He was one of my favorite artists when I got into hip-hop. My very first rap I ever wrote, like, I guess, like, a written, you know, um, verse, you could say, was to a Mac Miller song. And so, yeah, he's just a very important, pivotal person with my love of music, specifically hip-hop. And I love artists that don't remain the same. They don't confine themselves to a box of sounds. They can go any way they want with music. Mac Miller came in the game making very pop, hip hop, like very popular sounding songs. He had Best Day Ever. He had that uh, Donald Trump song or whatever. Like he had very popular songs. And then he got into like drugs and that kind of influenced, I feel like that influenced his his sound, which, you know, I mean, no one wants to, you know, rely on drugs, of course, for music. But his sound did change a lot. Um, I would say he got more philosophical and deep with his raps and talked about things like time and happiness and money. Then he had different identities with his music. He had a producer, Larry Fisherman. He had a, a jazz persona where he would make just jazz music. He had a like um, demonic, like murderous like type of identity with his um, raps where he had like a high pitched sound of his raps. He just had different sounds. And then he went and made more romantic cuts when he, you know, met like Ariana Grande and stuff like that. He changed his sound to more subdued and just relaxed rap. And then when we have this last project, his posthumous album, Circles, it was amazing that this was his most produced album. You know, other albums he would produce 30, 40, 60%. Apparently this album, Circles, he produced, I think 80 
100% of the album. So this is the truest album to who he was as a person. So this album, I feel like they, they didn't slack on making it. It's it's really true to who Mac Miller was at the time. And man, I just feel like I connect with him when I listen to this album. I feel like a part of him is still here when I listen to all his music, but especially this album. The meaning of the album circles. I had a point in my life and just this summer, this past summer actually in 2020, where I was thinking about spirals and how they're circles and how I connect with the idea of spirals. And so I just understand this album a lot on a personal level because it's Mac. A lot of the songs in there I still play to this day so much. Um, Woods, Hand Me Downs, Once a Day, Complicated is amazing. So yeah, no, just an amazing album. You guys have to check it out. Seriously, it's it's great. So that's my number two for sure. And I have to give number one to The Weeknd. After Hours, holy, that was an amazing album. I'm so, I'm so surprised. I'm sure we're all so surprised it didn't win any Grammys. So weird. It was one of the best albums this year. It is going to be one of those albums that goes down as like just one of the best albums of the 2020s, of the early 2020s. It's it's going to get better with time. I feel like it's a nice bottle of wine, this album. It is. It infuses who Abel is and his sounds from the past with a whole different direction. He went like 80s synth and alternative and he still had his like super like rap cuts like escape from la where he t he actually went in and rapped like he did on you know past songs he had rap cuts like that and everything from like the style of the album the look of the album he really went more visual with this album with a whole you know series of music videos with the same theme so i love that this album is more than just music it's video it's it's you know it's got meaning to it and so it's gonna sit here in the moment of time as a really big project and so that's why after hours is my favorite album of this year you'll already know until i bleed out is my favorite one on there if you heard the past music mondays um, the other songs in there there's so many good songs repeat after me i love in your eyes so that's my number one album and yeah those are my top 10 of this year thank you guys for sending me songs and suggesting okay i love how music mondays gets to just reach out to people and people suggest songs and we connect through this so it's always amazing to do music mondays with you guys this is the last music mondays video of 2020 so i'm glad we got to start this series in season two and we have lots more episodes coming next year so stay tuned for that okay i can't wait to show you guys my music so if you're looking forward to that give this video a like or give this podcast a follow if you're not <laughs> okay so yeah thank you guys so much for being here today um I'm going to go listen to some music now that we've talked about music for so long. And I yeah, hope you guys have a good day. I'll see you guys next episode, which will be before the end of 2020. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, so yeah, have a good day. I'm going to go. This has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host, Texany, a.k.a. Mr. World Vibe. And I'm signing out. Peace.